The stars at night are big and bright. Deep in the heart of hockey. I'm Carolyn. And I'm Marin. And this is the Deep in the Heart of Hockey podcast. Woo! Woo! It is August 4th, and this is our 38th podcast. Good lord. 38. 38. That's how old my brother's turning this year. Because <laughs> he's close to 40, which is close to dead. <laughs> kidding he's not gonna listen to this but i still have to make fun of how old he is i mean that is a sibling's job that is uh it's 10 days till my dad's birthday really yes oh whoops i'm sorry i didn't turn my ringer off on my phone yeah i haven't either but the only thing that ever plays is like pokemon go noises so oh (laughs) i have um i have certain text alerts for certain people so the r2d2 noise doesn't matter no actually no that was r2d2 that was um uh that's my friend rebecca ah uh, anyway, it's August, the most boring month in the NHL. Let's talk more about your dad's birthday then. <laughs> How old's it gonna be? God, now I don't even remember. It was my sister-in-law's birthday yesterday. I took her to Torchies. And by took her to Torchies, I mean I picked Torchies up. <laughs> took her to her house. I am pretty sure he's... Two years younger than my mom. You don't know how old your parents are? Well, I know how No. I don't remember how old my dad is. I don't remember how old my dad is at all. I know how old my mom is. I think my dad is 56. See, I guess I had to know these things growing up because my dad, all of my dad's information was how I got health care because he was in the military. So I have his social security number memorized. I know when his birthday is. I know what his, like, I, you know, I had to know what rank he was and all that kind of stuff growing up. So, like, all of that stuff I fucking have memorized. And my mom is not that much harder because she's only two years later. Yeah. No, I'm, I mean, I know my mom's, I know my mom's birth year. I know how old she is. But I don't remember if he's two years younger than my mom or four years. But it's definitely one of those two. <laughs> I'm fairly confident it's two years. Because they went to college together, so that would make the oh, most yeah, sense. Oh, yeah, that's probably two years. It would mo- that would make the most sense. So yeah. logically, he is probably 56. You guys are younger than mine. Well, I'm also their oldest. True, I'm only their second oldest. Yeah. How old were your parents when they had you? My mom was 25. Oh, see, that'll do it. Mm-hmm. My mom was 28. Yep. Oh, gosh. And now I'm getting all the questions of, like, oh, Carolyn, you know, I want grandkids. Because I'm 32. Luckily, (laughs) all of my siblings have that bullshit covered. And I'm like, I don't have to have kids, right? I can just be, like, fun aunt over here who, like, comes, picks them up, gets them, like, sugared up, and then brings them home. Whoops! This is your problem to deal with now. Favorite Auntie Marin. Yeah, like, that's... That's my that's my calling, I believe. See, that's what I'm... I want in life. I keep staring out my window. Um, did we tell them that we're no. not? So it's opposite podcast. Opposite podcast. So it probably sounds a little more echoey because I don't have carpeting, but we're in my house. Yeah. So as you probably know, if you are a podcast listener, Mary bought a house. Mary bought a condo. And 
And Carolyn has actually never been over there yet. Yeah, so it was when, a little weird. So when we were like pod, getting ready to podcast, I was like, you know what? I haven't actually been out of the house in a week. <laughs> Maybe you should come by. Yes. <laughs> so I brought the, the mic. I brought the laptop. And Carolyn is the one sitting on the uh, exercise ball this time. Shit, 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 Doing shit, the shit, shit. Ball dance. <laughs> That's happening. Man, it really is pretty fun watching it. Almost as fun as it is to do it. Yeah. Gotta love a shit, shit, shit dance. Yeah, yeah, that was that was beautiful. That was beautiful. Recreating icon moments from or iconic moments from podcasts uh, past. I like it. I like it a lot. This is beautiful. So yes, it's it's opposite day here. We should I should have done the intro and then then it would have really we should you can tell we don't actually plan these podcasts. Delete. Let's start this over. We we can never recreate the magic of you not knowing how old your dad is. Good thing my dad. Remember didn't. our first podcast when you deleted half oh, of it? Oh, <laughs> I deleted the whole thing. I didn't delete half of it. Oh, I, I deleted, deleted the entire podcast. Oh, I thought you deleted the second. Like we paused it and then you deleted the second half. No, I deleted. I think all the first half, and we had paused it right before reader questions. Oh, so like we had to recreate like the whole fucking podcast. Yeah, that was the worst. That was the worst. That was before I knew how to use Audacity. And uh, ever like for for like uh, so we're on episode thirty eight. Yeah, like I feel like up until episode twenty, I was like, "Are you doing it correctly?" <laughs> she was like, "Did you save that? Did you save that right?" I was like, "Did yes. you say I'm not fucking doing this again?" <laughs> Now she has at least some faith in my skills, which means I'm due to mess up, probably on this particular podcast, since we were talking about it. So, as you can tell, we've been rambling a lot. Yeah, we've got a, we've got a very few topics, um, because it's summer. Because it's summer. And it's not just summer, it's like the fucking Ides of summer. It's like... <laughs> it's the doldrums of summer. It's the doldrums of summer. It's like, it's like the sandlot, we were banned from the pool forever that day, like... We're banned from hockey forever today because nothing is fucking going on. Yeah, even, like, at this point, it's, like, getting to the point where, like, most free agents are just, like, yeah, we'll wait till, like, later. Yeah, we'll wait till the season starts, I guess. And, like, there's... preseason camps, I don't know. There's a couple of restricted free agents who aren't signed yet, and, like, uh, Tobias... uh, a reader in the Coyotes, and you, most of you who don't actually follow the Coyotes or no Coyote fans. Like me? No, don't know who he is, because he's kind of like a second line, third line wing. He plays a lot on the penalty kill. He's one of those guys. No. And, at, and you know, he's German, so it's like he's, he's not, you know, from Canada or from the U.S., so, like, he has no real particular, like, drive to stay here other than the NHL is the best league in the world and so his like agents like well he might go play in the KHL and then today he put out a statement like well we're not really concerned about the KHL starting in August (laughs) like we're just gonna make our decision later (laughs) like everybody's just like yeah it's whatever right now it's just whatever it's just whatever it's just whatever (laughs) it'll be fun yeah. So, I mean, Chris Russell is apparently still waiting to sign because a couple of teams that have like talked to him are like, "No, no, you got to wait for us to clear cap space." Well, I mean, that's what I would say if Chris Russell came knocking. No, that no, is also what let I've... me let me let me like Don't call us, we'll call you. 
Yeah, don't call us. We'll we call need to you. make some maneuvers first. We need to we need to ensure that we have a top four role for you, Chris. Like we wouldn't want to give you anything less. At no. Yeah, we'll we'll get back to you. Yeah. On that. Hold your breath. Start now. And Russell's agent's like, why does this number start with five five five? Like, oh, that's like my private office line. Yeah. <laughs> Chris Russell probably believes that too. You know who is not waiting to sign? <laughs> I do. <laughs> Sam Gagne. Gagne. Yay. <laughs> I like that it. joke is a little funnier in, in when you write it down. <laughs> <laughs> My actually the most impressive part of that yell was that neither of your cats freaked out. I know, well, they're used to it. <laughs> Sorry, they're my cats. Yeah. <laughs> like, if she had done that at my house, there would yeah. be no oh, cats. No, yeah. <laughs> no cats within the vicinity at my all. Ca- my cats are used to me at this point. <laughs> they know me pretty well. Yeah, no, that Gagne contract. So, for those of you who, you know, aren't as starved for hockey news as we are, Sam Gagne... Or Gagn- as big a fan of Sam Gagne. Yeah, if you're not in the I've Gagnettes, been- then... The Gagn- <laughs> Sam and the Gagne. I keep meaning to take a picture of my Sam Gagne blanket and post it on Twitter. So before this podcast is posted, I'm going to do that. Because if you ever need to ask yourself how much of a fan of Sam Gagne (laughs) Marin actually is, um, Marin went online to search for Sam Gagne memorabilia one day when she had time and money to burn. And found a woven blanket with (laughs) Sam Gagne's face on it. (laughs) And I spent real American dollars for that, that I worked at a job (laughs) to (laughs) obtain. And had it mailed to me. And it sometimes lives on my bed, except in the doldrums of summer when it's too fucking hot for it to be on my bed. And then it gets folded up nicely. In Texas, it is too hot to do anything. But it's funny. I have to show this to you in real life because it, like, you can't cover the entire... I'm rather tall. Yeah. But even if I wasn't rather tall, this is just a small blanket. It covers from maybe my knee to my boobs. (laughs) Like, it is this... I'm really pretty sure it's meant to be, like, hung on the wall or something like that. But since that's not the kind of... It was specifically... Sports memorabilia kind of person I am. I don't have it hung anywhere. But, uh, yeah, it is, it's tiny and it kind of feels like you're putting, like, woven plastic garbage bags on top of me. Like, <laughs> that's the quality of this blanket that I paid, like, I think about $40 for. But I don't care. It has Sam Gagne's face on it. And there's two versions of this blanket, by what? the way. What? There's more than one Sam Gagne blanket there's in the world? There's more than one Sam Gagne blanket in the world. One of them is the old Oilers colors and one of them is the... Well, and this is like now they have the new new Oreos colors because they went more orange, which that is one reason that I had to break up with they're, them. They're blood orange now. <laughs> Fuck them. Just call it fucking red. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So they used to be here. Let's high five over that one. That was good. So they used to be like more of a gold color, and then they became more blue orange, and now they're more blood orange blue. <laughs> And so there's a gold blue one, and then there's this the the last incarnation of colors. Obviously, he was not around for the newest one, 
Because, like assholes, they traded him. Uh, you know what I would really like to see, though, is the, the Sam Gagne Tampa Bay blanket. <laughs> <laughs> I seriously, like, I'm kind of, I, I want to get another Sam Gagne jersey because I'm so bitter about the, the Oilers one that I have. And I want, I want a new one. I'm kind of like, I mean... Yeah, sure he's in CBJ now, but, like, how long is he going to be there? Sam Gagne to the Flamingos. Fucking calling it. Well, somebody give me a Flamingos jersey to buy, and I'll buy it. But, like, I kind of want to buy a Tampa Bay one. (laughs) (laughs) Gagne. Just to be like... (laughs) That's kind of an expensive joke. (laughs) Yeah. No, like, you should see if you can find one on, like, like a knockoff on eBay or something like that. And just take it to a memorabilia store. (laughs) Could you please put Kanye 89 on this bad boy right here, right now? I will, I mean, you can pay, you know, what, like 20 bucks? I think, I think, and then I don't know how much the, the customization would cost. But. It depends on where you take it and how accurate you want them to be. I'm really fine with them putting, like, child soccer letters on the back. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, we could, we could go to fucking, like, uh, Hobby Lobby and get them iron ironers. <laughs> Glitz that shit up, too. <laughs> But why is there puff paint on this jersey? <laughs> well, you see, sir, crafts with deep in the heart of hockey. <laughs> they were having a sale on the pink puff paint. And I think you can see it brings out the blue quite nicely. <laughs> it was also buy two, get one free accent sparkles. <laughs> <laughs> and the googly eyes are just for show. <laughs> These are non-functioning googly eyes. <laughs> These are non-functioning googly eyes. You cannot see through them, sir. Googling whether or not by I can buy. Of, by the end of this podcast, she will be owning over a <laughs> knockoff Tampa Bay jersey <laughs> that we can Gagne to Gagne to heck. <laughs> Tampa <laughs> Bay jersey. <laughs> uh, the other big free agency news that still is as of yet unresolved, but should be resolved probably by the time we podcast next is that of the fate of college unrestricted free agent Jimmy Veezy. Jimmy Veezy. Easy uh, Veezy, as we like to call him, so I can remember how to pronounce his name. I honestly would never have known about him if I didn't. we didn't know Savannah. Yes. <laughs> so uh, a friend of ours used to call college hockey, and so, like, when he... Uh, well, she, they were going to the same school. Yeah, she, yeah, she, yeah. she used to call for Harvard. And, um, so A, she's the one who told me how to pronounce his name. Thank you. And B, she's run into him at parties before. <laughs> and so, like, when he became, when he told off Nashville, and told off, he was polite about it, uh, as much as anybody who can be when they drafted you and you're like, oh no, thank you though. Um, <laughs> she, she was like, this is the best thing I've ever seen. And to be honest, that was a pretty great thing to see. Uh, frankly. And I, my, my favorite part was actually David Poyle's, like, insanely, like, like, you could, like, just, like, I didn't even, like, I don't know what this guy looks like, but I'm only ever picturing him with steam coming out of his ears. (laughs) (laughs) I feel like that's probably accurate, honestly. Um, but there's a, there's a lot of teams in the mix, apparently. So, um, Toronto keeps saying they're, like, in the lead, 
Toronto says a lot of fucking things that aren't actually accurate. I'm sorry, Toronto, but not actually sorry. Yeah, I could tell how sincere you were by the tone of your voice. Yeah, I honestly, every time they say, like, anytime something good happens to Toronto, I really, or, like, r- good rumors happen <gasps> to Toronto, I tend to believe that, like, it's only, it's, like, specifically made up by their press people. Um, yeah. But he, his father is actually a scout for Toronto. And um, his brother actually was drafted by Toronto. So it's not, like, the most far-fetched thing in the world, unlike some of the other stuff that has come out of there. Um, but reportedly, uh, so some other big names in the mix are the Bruins, because obviously he went to school in, at Harvard, and um, he still hangs out, and he, I think he's a, a Massachusetts native. And he um, also, his rights are currently owned by the Buffalo Sabres, where one of his best friends, Jack Eichel, plays. So they've been meeting with him and trying to get him to sign, but... Since he hasn't signed, a lot of people are like, oh, Buffalo's out, blah, 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 blah. And then the other big name that I've heard in rumors is the Blackhawks. Really? Yeah. And that's the most interesting one to me. Because we know for a fact, right, like, the Blackhawks can't actually pay people, but because VZ would be a college-restricted free agent and has never played in the NHL before, he would be on an entry-level contract regardless of where he signs. Right. So he's going to be under a million dollars regardless. Right. And the Blackhawks need that kind of top-six talent right now. They certainly didn't draft it. Yeah, well, they've got no one coming in because they, you know, they go hit the playoffs. They're always picking sort of late. Yeah, and they always give up their first, and they gave up their first rounder this year anyway. And they ha- they keep having to trade their depth. And yep, they had to trade Terabinen this year and stuff like that. So apparently, Stan Bowman has been going out to Foxborough, Mass, and watching him play in his summer league because they have a four on four summer league there. There's four on four summer leagues everywhere. Apparently, that's the thing to do in the summer. Apparently, I don't really know. I don't have to play hockey yet. <laughs> I'm still taking lessons. I'm bouncing back from her broken unfortunate arm. broken arm. Yeah, I'm b- bouncing back. You can do it. I believe in me. I believe in you too. I'm sorry. I keep getting distracted by the Mass Effect music. <laughs> <laughs> See, she's startled when you laughed. She doesn't startle when I laugh. It's when you do stuff. Yeah, she's not used to me yet. She's not used to you. Um. Yeah, I was playing Mass Effect when Carolyn came over, and I'm about to start combat, which means I can't save, so it's just playing in the background. I could turn the TV off, I suppose. Technically, good. Yeah, but I think that might actually make the Xbox turn off, too. Ooh, no one wants that. No. Um, no. So anyway, what are your thoughts? Where, where should VZ sign? Well, I mean, it depends on what he wants out of life. What do you think he wants out of life? I don't know him personally, Carolyn. I don't know. If you were if a... I were if I were a twenty-two-year-old recent Harvard grad, recent Harvard 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 graduate <laughs> going into the NHL, I, I mean, like, depending on who actually is in the mix and who isn't in the mix, I can't imagine I wouldn't pick some place like the Blackhawks. Yeah, like they've got. First of all. Fuck Toronto. I would never pick Toronto. <laughs> if I got drafted there, I might go. I might hide myself in college for four years and be like, peace. Yeah. Um, but, I mean, 
as much as I personally don't like the Hawks and don't want the Hawks to have success in anything anymore, um, I know that I'm in a minority in the, in the sports world, and I can imagine that coming into the league, looking at the choices that you have available and the people who are clamoring at your door for you, right? like fucking Stan Bowman of the dynasty-level Blackhawks, Chicago Blackhawks, gave me the opportunity to play with players like fucked hard Patrick Kane and Jonathan Taves like that would have to be very very fucking exciting as a 22 year old and you have to think like if you're looking at the Blackhawks depth with the problem that they had last year was they ever they couldn't find anybody to play on Taves's wing Mm -hmm. and like they had Hosa on one side and for a while it was Shaw and then they traded Shaw this year so did you see that he got engaged finally yes I did (laughs) he needed to lock that up she's too good for him way too good for him um, there she's very very cute. I I've like like I followed her on Instagram for a little while. She's adorable, and um, yeah, I can't I can't imagine like if I had the choice between those four teams with no one else in the mix, I can't. I could maybe see Buffalo because you know for a fact you'd probably be playing with one of your best friends. Yeah, and you've got you've got Jack Eichel there. There's a lot of promise on that organization. Yeah, but it's still Buffalo. But it's still Buffalo. But if like. But, like, for me, like, the argument for Toronto breaks down when it's, like, they've got all of these young players they're bringing up. Like, all of these young players they're bringing up. So where does VC really fit? Where does where does VC fit? You're, like, you don't really know. Like, the history of that, that, that franchise is so, god dang. I just rubbed eye makeup everywhere. <laughs> the history of that franchise is so fucking terrible right now. And like, yeah, it looks like it might be turning around and they've been, they've taken a lot of great steps, but it hasn't yet. Yeah. And it's still like, even, even if the team does everything the team needs to do, you've still got A, the rabid fan base and B, like the horrible media culture up there. Oh yes. So sure. I would never, even if they were winning fucking Stanley Cups every other year with never one to play in Toronto. No, me neither. Um, no. Here's my my off-the-wall prediction, since we were talking about it. I guarantee you one of the teams that actually does want Chris Russell and is trying to fix figure out their cap space situation is Toronto. Mm-hmm. I, this is my, like, I mean, I don't have really anything to base that on other than some random quotes back on like July 1st from his agent. I would laugh so hard. And the fact that they have zero cap space. They can't even sign a backup goaltender right now because they have no cap space. I would laugh so hard. So I guarantee so Toronto is going well, to have They're holding on to a lot of cap space for some people, right? Like they're holding on to some of Phil Kessel's contract, aren't yeah, they? Yeah, they, they've got some they've got some dead weight um and then they've got um Robodov wasn't actually on long-term IR last year. He was just on IR. Uh, um, and they're trying to buy out Jared Cohen, but Jared Cohen was technically injured. So he's in arbitration uh, to see whether or not they can actually buy him out. So if they can get Robodov either bought out or... Well, right. they, they missed their buyout window, so they can't buy anybody out other than potentially Jared Cohen, who they've already tried. Sure. Um, but if they can buy out Jared Cohen, that frees up his cap, which I think is like... Two to three million dollars, something like that, and then Robidoff for sure is going on LTR, IR, which is you pay them a salary, but it doesn't count towards your cap. And then, um, but then they still—I mean, they've got a couple of pieces they could move, um, like JVR 
is a really good winger. His value is going to be high. They're not going to make the playoffs this year, so they might as well try to move him. But they need to sign a backup goalie. They've got no backup goalie right now. Like, currently... I mean, technically, can't you just dress one of your defensemen in goalie pads? I mean, technically, they could put Garrett Sparks up as their backup for the full year, but then he would lose valuable development time, so they don't want to do that. He would lose a lot of value. So they don't want to do that. So Who's their goalie right now? Anderson. Frederick Anderson. Oh, that's right. So they traded Bernier, and at first, basically, to the Ducks for Freddie Anderson. <laughs> Where Bernie's going to be playing back up to John Gibson. <laughs> you know, honestly, I wouldn't be surprised if they end up doing a half and half there. Um, but, eh. American hero John Gibson. American hero John Gibson. At least he's better than Jack Campbell. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, that just reminded me of that article that Down Grows Round wrote. Yes. <laughs> um, I don't know if I did. I didn't actually even ever actually see the entire article. I just saw the bit that you quoted. So he did actually, I mean, he does this every year and he did the, the like bizarro rankings of like how weird has this team's off season been? Yeah. And I actually agreed with his point, which was the stars off season was a six out of 10 in weirdness because they didn't actually make any changes. To their goalie organization. Well, they tried. I mean, I, I have a feeling what happened is that Nil was like, hey, what do you want for Bishop? And they were like, the fucking moon. And he was like, mm, I think we're going to pass. Yeah. <laughs> Which he should have. <clears throat> Which I don't disagree with. But so the, I, like, but again, I don't, I don't disagree with the, the ranking of the 6 out of 10 that he gave the stars for having not done anything about that. But like his actual reasoning was like, they didn't get any better. And in fact, with Jack Campbell going to L.A., they might have even gotten worse. And I was like, what? Have you watched Jack Campbell play ever? Like, like I mean, he I was guess- in the ECHL last season, buddy. Like, they, they they got rid of dead weight in Jack Campbell. Like, I'm sorry, they got better. I mean, I don't know if they got better, but they certainly didn't get worse. Let's go ahead and say they broke even. Yeah, for real. We actually got a defenseman who might play <laughs> in the AHL. Which is more than we can say for Jack fucking Campbell. Yeah, he was sitting on the bench for most of last year. Although, I will say, there are, for whatever reason, I don't know if it's just because he's been there for a long time, like, since he got drafted, but, like, there are some people out there in Cedar Park that just love that dude. They, like, make signs for him every time. They buy all of his jerseys. Like, he's... I, I sat... I stood behind the people that bought his jersey that time I bought Backman's jersey. Uh-huh. And he was so nice and personable and, like, you know, shaking their hands and talking to them about the game and talking to them about their day and talking to them about, the, like, their personal lives and all this kind of stuff. And I was just like, thank God I didn't buy his jersey. That's a lot of pressure. To <laughs> fucking talk to this guy. Like... <laughs> Backman, all he did was sign my jersey, take his picture, say hi, and then leave. And I was like, perfect. That is how I want my celebrity interactions to go. But, like, Jack Campbell's like, how's it going? Let's make a lot of deep and meaningful eye contact. And I'm like, girls! I'm not even a part of this conversation. I feel really uncomfortable. It was just... So, anyway, my point there is that he's a much nicer person than he is goaltender. You know, I feel that way about a lot of NHL players. <laughs> <laughs> One way or the other. Either they're a much better don't want to play player than they are a person, or a much better person than they are a player. Yeah. You have to have a balance in your life, there, I there feel. There is a balance, I yeah. think. 
Sam Gagne. <laughs> Sam Gagne. So great. What a great person. But he's actually a decent player, too. So Yeah, yeah. I think he'll do really well in CBJ. And, you know, frankly, the best thing about that is the fact that he's going for $650,000. Like, it doesn't even matter if he puts up 10 fucking points. That's a steal. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm actually, like, as happy as I am for him to have a contract, I'm a little insulted on his behalf. Yeah. I mean, it's it's low. It's... It's it's, it's like league minimum type low. It's fucking low. Like I looked up I looked up comparables uh for it and don't tell me if you don't want me to cuss. Well, it, we're we're already an explicit podcast. Um I looked up comparables and there's actually a lot of people who've signed in that range for this year. A lot of centers that have signed in that range for this year. However, um most of them are like 22. <laughs> it's like they've never actually played in the NHL. Like these are like someone. These are like NHL like two-way AHL contracts. But like we talked about last time, it's it's all this random reputation stuff that happens. I don't understand how we get to a narrative in the NHL where a player who is the best forward on your team gets run out of town and like talked about by the GM and the media as somebody who shouldn't be playing at an NHL level. Like, I don't... He was your best forward. What about that says you shouldn't be playing at an NHL level? It's an overemphasis on defensive systems. I'm just gonna punch everyone. It, that, that's all it is. To, that's all I can really come up with, is that there's this specific emphasis on the way people should play defense, and if you don't play that this specific brand of defense then you're bad at defense and nothing else you do is going to ever make up for it. That makes no sense. Well, I I mean, this is the this is what I've come up with. I have no idea what the actual issue is, but, like, I agree, but there definitely seems to be that narrative around certain players. Yes, Sam Gagne is one of them. Sam Gagne is I one of them. I will punch everyone. Um, so we're super light on topics. Right. So I had to... So Jen told me that we should actually do a podcast that's under an hour today, and I laughed at her. <laughs> like, have you fucking met us, Jen? <laughs> so I came up with this idea, kind of on the way here. The Olympics are starting this week. I thought it was in two weeks. No, they start up tomorrow. Opening ceremony tomorrow. Women's soccer has already started. What have I been looking at? I have no idea. I got an email. No idea. From NBC. This opening ceremony is tomorrow, 6.30 Central. I'm super hyped. Apparently. That's cool. Um, so my thing is, I guarantee you, a bunch of these hockey players are super hyped as well. What sports do you think the stars get really into? We've got a lot of international players on that team. So something that other team other countries are good at so not basketball (laughs) none of them are gonna watch the basketball um i bet jamie watches the golf intently oh god is golf an olympic sport it is this year it returned which which actually great olympic hockey story that's related guess who is going to be an actual olympic caddy for team canada ray whitney Really? Yes, really. Let me let me fact check myself on that because it's either Ray Whitney or Ryan Whitney. And I can't remember which one. Um, Ryan Whitney is American. Oh well, then it's definitely Ray Whitney. Okay. Ryan Whitney's from Boston. Oh wait, Ray Whitney Olympics. Yep, going. That's so hilarious. Yep. Baby, what are you doing? 
Hey, that's so today's Slapshot link. Go us. Um, so I think Jamie Benn will watch the golf intently. Probably. Watch his former assistant captain. <laughs> caddying. Caddy. Or somebody on Team Canada. I have a feeling Sharpie's going to watch the sharpshooting. That would make sense. Right. Um, I think Jordy and former star Jason will watch synchronized diving. Absolutely. I feel like uh, Roussel is going to be really into table tennis. Uh, Klingberg into badminton. Yes. I forgot that was a sport. So it was pretty much everything. I think all of the Finns are going to be really into dressage. Yeah, that's a probably. Like a group. Like as a, a group, group watch, yeah. Like I feel like they have an opinion oh, yeah. on the horses. Yeah, yeah. And on the people riding them. Like, <laughs> the Finnish team, like, I had breakfast with him once. He's a dick. <laughs> or, you know, uh, he's really great and I love him. I hope he wins. I mean, whatever it is. <laughs> the Finns clearly know their horse flesh. They <laughs> Oh, you used the word flesh and made it weird, but yes, they know their horses. It's a term. It's a I know, term. I know it's a term. I know it's a term. But horse flesh, like, it almost, it almost feels like the Lord of the Rings when the orcs are like, tonight we shall eat man flesh. And it's like, it's that level of, ooh. You said horse flesh. You just made this weird. Nah, I made it weird talking about it. I know. Uh, what is your particular favorite summer Olympic sport? Um, I will literally watch anything if it has to do with the Olympics. I will watch all of it. Um, oh, yeah. I really, really, really enjoy um, the... I don't know. Like I, I really enjoy everything. Like, I was about to say, there's, there's some I like watching more than others, but I get a real fucking kick out of watching all of it. Like, there's always... NBC always does a good job about picking out some fucking story mm-hmm. that makes something, like... Oh God! I hope she wins. You know, like oh, I need her to getting me really invested in all of it. So like, I got really invested in the fucking marathon. <laughs> I got really invested in dressage last time. I got re- I've been really invested in all of it. Um, I really like the American swimming team. I I really they're great. Mm-hmm. I I want all of them to do really well. Um, I really love gymnastics. Like I love the gymnastics. The gymnastics is so much men and women's gymnastics is so much fun to watch. Yeah, that's probably that's definitely my favorite is the gymnastics. On and uh, women's soccer. I love watching. I honestly soccer. don't normally watch like the basketball, soccer, golf, like those ones. I I really just rarely watch those. Um, no particular reason. I just it, it never seems to be on when like you know because most of the time I work, so most of the time I'm watching like yeah. the nightly broadcast to catch up on the important events of the day. So, like, I'm never actually watching, hardly ever actually watching an entire event. Although, mm-hmm. now that I have cable and an app, <laughs> I'm just going to fucking turn that shit on at work and just watch it as I work. There you go. So. Um, it's also streaming live at NBCOlympics.com. Yeah, that's the email that I got, okay. which I thought said it started in two weeks, and now that I've looked at it, it says it starts tomorrow. Um, Opening but, ceremonies tomorrow, guys. But then yes. NBC Sports Extra also always has all the coverage, too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, I'm stoked. I just want America to win all the things. I'm cool with um, America winning all the things. I'm also cool with the best person winning all of the things. Please, you'd be hella salty if the person you wanted to win did not win. That's true. But what if I want, like, what if I want a Canadian to win? I don't know. I would, I would have been really salty if the Canadians had not won men's hockey last time. 
Sorry, I'm a terrible American. Okay, we're moving on to reader questions before Marin can be a traitor anymore. Uh, do you want to see my Team Canada hockey jersey? I've I seen your Team it Canada <laughs> It was signed by Jamie Ben himself <laughs> in gold marker because he won gold. I'm going to ask this question from Anonymous, who is oh, probably God. Anonymous because we know for a fact it's going to send Marin into a rage. Um, Anonymous on Tumblr who hates her asks... Would Larson for Hall be the equivalent of the Bruins getting just Riley Smith for Tyler Sagan? Yes. How funny would it be, and that's their actual literal word, how funny would it be if the stars traded Jamie Benn for Landeskog? Oh my god. So, first of all, I don't know if everybody... No, they do. We've talked about this. We've before. talked about this. I hate Gabriel Landeskog a lot. Um, Despite I have... his really well-worded concussion thing. On what? Players Tribune. I don't care. I don't care. I know you don't care. I I'm don't just care. fuck him. I never actually read it, but I'm sure it was great. But fuck him. <laughs> me. Um, I would. I I think that you're using the wrong word there with funny. You use that word, and I do not think it means what you think it means. Um, because it wouldn't be funny. It would be a fucking tragedy, and I would not find it amusing at all. I would have to become an Avs fan, and who wants to be an Avs fan? No one. No one actually wants to be an Avs fan. No one. No one wants to be an Avs fan. And honestly, like, that would, that would be the worst fucking trade. That would be the stupidest trade. Jim Neal would never make that trade. Jim Neal would never make that trade. Nobody would really probably make that trade. Well, Colorado would make that trade. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Let me, let me, let me speak right. Colorado would make that trade. <laughs> Nobody else would make that trade. Yeah. Unless I mean, they were the ones that had Landis Cog. Yeah. Uh, it, it, I put this out there. Like, I routinely get blown up by various teams' hockey fans. Because I'm pretty critical, right? Like, I'm, a, I'm an analytics person. I'm fairly critical of hockey teams. I'm critical of my own team when they make stupid moves like signing Jim Russell or, you know, trading for Jim Russell. Jim, Jim Russell. Russell. When Jim Neal trades for Chris Russell. I was like, who's Jim Russell? <laughs> I've had a beer and not a lot to eat, okay? Um, this is going to be a fun drive over to India. <laughs> uh, but most of the times it's the Canadian, like, I feel like Canucks fans have kind of, like, accepted their fate at this point. Like, most of them I talk to are super resigned. And Oilers oh. fans get up, t- get real touchy about very specific things. Like, they get real touchy if you talk to them about Adam Larson not being particularly as good as Taylor Hall. <laughs> and that sort of thing. But they kind of also understand that, like... They're, they're a tire fire. They're a little bit of a tire fire. And, like, they're just trying to keep it contained to, like, one corner of the, the lot. Um, Which is so silly, because <clears throat> training Taylor Hall was, like, lighting every corner on fire. And Leafs fans are, are their own special brand of madness. Like, they get really, really excited about prospects, and then the team, like... The minute that the prospect doesn't do what they think they should do, they, like, turn on them like a pack of wolves. Yeah, and, but, like, until that moment, that prospect is the absolute best person in the NHL. Like, no question, like, how dare you question anything until that prospect is, oh, my God, a human. Avs fans are their own special brand of crazy too because despite everything that has gone on in Colorado Sakic makes only good moves. What? 
Like they, a lot of them will like admit that Patrick Waugh isn't doing great jobs coaching, but they're like, like we had an article out, go out the other day and you know, it wasn't necessarily, it, I, I didn't write it, but I mean, it, and you could have gone a little more in depth on, on everything, but it was basically like, yeah, good job. You guys extended Barry, right move. You need to do more to fix your defense. And to a person, the replies were, our defense is going to be great next year. We've got, Eric Johnson is so good. And it's like, what about Eric Johnson, Francois Beauchemin, Tyson Berry, Fedor Tutin, uh, Nikita Zadorov, and Patrick Weircock? I cannot believe that you knew every single avalanche defenseman off Well, it happened yesterday. Because <laughs> I'm like, I think they have Tyson Berry. Yep. They signed him, right? What What about those particular six defenders makes you think this can compete in, in the Central Division? They're on crack. All of them. And what my favorite, my favorite comment was you guys forgot Chris Big, Big Ross? I don't no. even know. No one fucking knows. This man plays mostly in the AHL. And I'm like, mm, oh, sorry, he's the linchpin. <laughs> You're right. I forgot your most important defenseman currently in the AHL. Like, no. Like, like your real problem isn't necessarily that. Actually, that I don't dislike that bottom four. They're fine. But, like, your problem is that you're giving Eric Johnson and Francois Beauchemin your 25-minute roles. Yeah. That's the problem. Yeah. Like, not a whole lot's going to get better there. Mm, like, no. I mean, it's not the worst defense in the NHL, but it sure as shit ain't good. Who's the worst defense in the NHL right now? Probably New York. Yeah. Rangers. Rangers, not Islanders. I figured that's who you meant. I immediately knew you meant Rangers. Everybody knows I meant Rangers. (laughs) Dan Girardi and and Mark Stahl bring down both any pair they're on. And so you've got Ryan McDonough. They don't have Keith Yandel anymore. I want to do... I want to... Like, was Mark Stahl always not that good? No, he's got worse. His eye... I wonder if his eye is done... It might have affected his depth perception, which yeah. is important. Well, you know his eye is permanently dilated, so that... I did not know that. Oh, yeah, his eye is permanently dilated. That's kind of that'll that'll, that'll change some stuff. Yeah. That might have something to do with it. I'm mm. just curious. I, I wonder if... I was just curious if anybody had actually, like... Okay, you can ask me this it. next question, because it is a good question to ask me. Yeah, I have no opinion. Uh, Jen asks, uh, discuss the new NWHL jersey options... And number two, NWHL rosters are finalized. What are your thoughts? And number three, has the NHL even done anything this week? Well, yes, they signed Sam Gami. Yeah, I mean, that was like the highlight of the week. Obviously, it was the highlight of the summer. Well, no, that was was Jamie Benn signing his extension. JK, JK. (laughs) Uh, New Jersey options. Um, I am a little shocked, actually, that they're doing the New Jerseys. I don't dislike the idea of it, because I actually am a pretty big soccer fan, and that happens every year, is they get New Jerseys. Mm -hmm. And the fact that the NWHL jerseys are actually about the same price as soccer jerseys makes, to me, it's like, okay, fine, whatevs. I really like um, the... Well, so I'm not doing your NHL, the NWHL tracking project at all anymore, obviously, but when I was doing it, 
And if I were watching these games, it's really hard to read the numbers on some of those jerseys. So if they're going to do anything, I hope that they are trying to make the contrasts work better. Yes, and they are. And they actually already have the designs out. Oh, really? I'll, I'll, uh, we'll link them in the like. I this, haven't seen the, the numbers, this, the podcasty stuff. Um, but the my problem is that like in. Because the two jerseys I didn't like the most, and part of part of this is I didn't like the pride jerseys because yellow that color yellow is like one of my least favorite colors in the entire world. So I was just like, these are fug, regardless of what the actually design was. So those went white, oh. which makes for me I'm like, oh, this is a lot better. And then the Buttes jerseys, which were the main culprit of things that you could not read, mm-hmm. um, went for a blue body. And then did the black and gray sleeves with the black and gray stripes, and then the numbers are going to be black. Oh, nice. Um, and so, I mean, they're keeping the same color, and they're keeping the same logos for all of them. But the big disappointment is they're moving away, and to the two NWHL jerseys that were really great last year were the Riveters. And the Riveters had a great jersey. And the Whale with the little wavy thing. I love the smiling whale. Well, they're not changing the logos. So yeah. the logos are staying. So we've still got Rosie and we've still got the smiling whale. But like they had that blue jersey with the green stripe and the mm-hmm. wavy. Mm-hmm. Well, now the jersey is going to be green and they've got two different designs and the light green is kind of ugly to me, but it has the wavy. But then they've got a nice color green that I really like, but no wave. The hell? It's a whale. I know. So that one was really hard. So the nice color green, where on the scale of victory green would you place it? It's more blue. More blue than victory green. Okay. Yeah. Um, and the other one's a little more yellow, and that's why I really like the blue color green. Um, yellow is a, like, I appreciate the color yellow for existing. I never want it to exist on my body. <laughs> It just makes a lot of us look really jaundiced. Oh, God. It makes me look sallow as fuck. Um, And then the Riveters. This is the saddest one because the Riveters jersey was so good last year. It was great last year. Um, But they're going with a red back, like a red jersey. And the one option has Rosie on the front, which is obviously the only option to choose. And then the other option has Riveters in a logo. But they're keeping at least like the star on the sleeve. And then they're like the little river, like the dots, like the rivets around the the collar and the hem. So at least they have those elements, but it's like you're getting two big upgrades for the Pride and the Buttes, and then like two big downgrades yeah, <laughs> for why? the Riveters and the Whale. And so that's a little sad. But I mean, I know why they're doing it. I mean, it's the same reason that soccer teams do it every year too. But they're keeping all the logos and all, like the color schemes are all the same, so... I'm okay in general. Um, but the rosters are finalized. Um, NHL, NWHL is going to have a lot more parity next year. I still have my money on the Pride to win it all because they've got still uh, Hillary Knight, Brianna Decker, and they added Megan Duggan. Mm. So that's ridiculous. Um, but the Buttes have the absolute best defense um, going into the, you know, start in the preseason. Um, so they've got... Um, they added Ann Schlepper from the Olympic team. Cool. Um, and then they've got my bay, uh, Emily Faltzer, and then they've still got Megan Bozak. All three national team members. Is Nana Sojimoto coming back? She is not. Well, she has sense. to play, actually, with Team Japan so that they can qualify for the Olympics. Uh, so she's going to be mostly spending her time back in Japan. That's so sad. But because uh, the Korean national team is already qualified... 
because the next Winter Olympics is in Pyeongchang, there's a Korean national team goaltender on the Riveters this year, and she is probably going to be pretty good. Cool. She's Nana Fujimoto level good? Um, Probably better. I mean, well, I don't know. So um, Nana did a lot of really hard work last year, but she wasn't great. I would call her average. Mm-hmm. Um, so the Rivs, de- the Rivs have the best goaltending duo probably in the wow. league. So they've got Jamie Leonoff this year, mm. who is, as you might know from last you know, former podcast, is probably my favorite NWHL goaltender. And then they added Shin. Well, there's so many to choose from. Uh, they were like, they were like twelve. Okay. <laughs> I'm just messing with you. I'm sorry. Um, so they and they added uh, Sejong Sejong uh, Shin, who um, played college hockey, and she played in a CIS school with. A, she had a terrible record, but she had fantastic numbers. So likely it was just a matter of goal support. Like her save percentage was like for her. I think it was like for her 15 or 16 game career that she played in was mm-hmm. like 0.94. Where's Amanda Kessel going? Riveters. Nice. I might have to get myself a Kessel jersey. I have an Amanda Kessel jersey. Nice. Best Kessel. Yeah, best Kessel, yeah. Best Kessel. Um as as you should. Yeah, my friend uh my friend Tess got one of those too. I think to go with her Phil Kessel Penguins jersey. <laughs> yeah. I think the biggest losers of NWHL free agency is are the whale. And it's not like they didn't even do badly. Like they just didn't have a very specific position that they upgraded. They've still got like Kelly Babstock. They've got, still got Jessica Koizumi. They've still got Kelly Stack. Uh, but it's just not. Uh, but they lost Cheyenne Darkangelo, who was one of my favorites, to Buffalo. Um, they lost Jamie Leonoff. They lost Kaylee Fratkin, um, both to the Riveters. Mm-hmm. So I think they're really. They, while they've got very, they've got some good talent coming in. Um, okay. I still think they're probably the biggest losers. Cat, not right now. Can't you see we're podcasting, Cat? I was like, I don't care. All right. Uh, next question, because we are not an NWHL podcast. Uh, if the stars were Pokemon, who would they be? See, I should have asked you this question, too, because I, I played Pokemon Go for like three days and then I deleted it because I was tired of my phone dying in the middle of the day. So like I've seen the Magikarp <laughs> and the the Pidgey. I really like the Magikarp because like Magikarp <laughs> like Magikarp is the Travis Moen of Pokemon. Oh my god I almost broke my chair. That is so fucking true. Oh my god. Oh my god. That's accurate. That is the most accurate. Yep. Fucking Travis Moen. Toboggan Moen. Uh, Random fan. Follow up. Follow up question that I don't think either one of us are going to be able to answer due to lack of expertise. Uh, I want deep Pokemon Go analysis, playing styles, starters, favorites. I want it all. Who do you think had the Marin experience? of Pokemon Go in that they played it like for a day and we're like this is no um probably Tyler Sagan because he seems like he would be like if this isn't gonna get me anything like why am I doing this kind of a thing yeah like I feel like he probably played it enough that he can have a conversation about it but like if he's not gonna be impressing any ladies with his, <laughs> his Pokemon Go level then I bet he probably was like well 
that was fun for like two seconds, but I need more like memory space for pictures of my abs. (laughs) So true. And I feel like surprise, like 40th level, like almost has them all people who are planning trips to these other continents so they can catch the ones that are only on these other continents are all of the dads. (laughs) So I bet Patrick Sharp is that like he's probably got at least over 100 at this point in time. I bet, um, I bet Spezza has a lot. I bet. Oh, God. Can you imagine, you know, Jason Spezza, gym master? No, I can't. I mean, I sort of can, but I also can't. But I also think that Jamie and Jordy probably are playing. Um, Do you think they're, like, super competitive about who catches the I think they're super competitive with each other, but not with anybody else. No. Like, they're probably, like, BS level of competitive. Like, I caught four today. Like, (laughs) you know. I have a 500 level eradicate. I don't even know what that means. (laughs) So, no lie. Um, So, I don't, I don't, I mostly name my, um, my Pokemons after just, like, I give them, like, like, normal human names, mostly. Magikarp. Um, but... So when I started catching a bunch of Rattatas, which are like the the, the little purple rat things, oh. um, and they're everywhere. The only the only uh, NHL name I decided to use was for the Rattatas because I keep all my names the same. And uh, so originally my Rattatas were named Bradley. All of them were named Bradley. And now I've Marshant. <laughs> Evolved them <laughs> to Marchant. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. That's that's perfect. Um, I saw one person on Twitter, and I can't remember who this was. Whatever Pokemon that is that has the really big tongue, lick a tongue. They named that one Jamie Ben <laughs> <laughs> because I, box or Munch Boxing is the no. Yeah, Munch Boxing is the gift that gets on. Bunch moxing. Bunch moxing is the gift that keeps on giving. Uh, I think um, I think that person would be would be Jason Demers, and he that would be his favorite. Yeah. In in the Pokemon Go's world, absolutely. Baby, come on. <laughs> that's come the name, on. That's the name of her cat. If you oh, don't yeah. remember from last po- podcast, <laughs> my cat is named Baby. Okay, we might actually make our our one hour challenge. Oh my god! Oh my god! Okay, Larry Joe asks if you could go to the World Cup of Hockey, would you? Which team would you root for? Or are you boycotting the cash grab? That was also the cat. That was also the cat. Um, I would totally go to the World Cup of Hockey if I... If I didn't have to pay for it... Yeah. I would... I would... I mean, it's still a spectacle where people are playing hockey. It's kind of... I mean... Yeah. I got yelled at one time on Twitter for calling it an exhibition game, but it's an exhibition game. Like, it's the very definition of exhibition tournament, but... It's going to be fun. It's still going to be fun. Like, I would still watch it. Yeah. Oh, I'm totally planning on watching it. I'm like, give me hockey. Oh, I don't know if I'll watch it on TV. If I were there, I would watch it. Oh, I'll totally watch it on TV. Um, But I would totally go. I think it'd be, I think it's going to be really fun. I mean, I would love to go to Toronto. I've been to Toronto once in my life, and it was like when I was 12. So I would love to go back anyway. Um, Uh, And the answer is for which team I would root for. Does any of your teams have Jamie Benn on them? Um, And clearly, maybe not, because he (laughs) still has this whole mysterious abdominal injury. Um, so if it's not that, um, I'm having a hard time rooting for any team that has Patrick Kane on it, so we will go with Team North America. Yeah, I think I'm pretty, pretty firmly Team North America as well. Um, I just really would like to see these, like, 
children whoop up on their elders. Oh my god. Especially if their elders are like, I don't give a shit, this is gonna be fun, and then like halfway through they're like, wait, shit, we're losing. <laughs> and then Sydney Crosby will do some things and then they'll win. It'll be f- like you thought, but there would be that great moment <laughs> where you really thought these whippersnappers might stick it to the olds. Um, so I think there's that. I also really love that, like, the Team North America logo looks like a supervillain logo. It really does. And they've got the black j- jerseys like, with the piping. I'm just kind of like, Black and neon orange? And it's, yeah, it's weird. It's, it's all very strange. It's very, it's so millennial. It makes me gag a little. Oh, uh, just a little bit. <laughs> I could never buy, I, I, I like the Canadian jersey just fine, but if Jamie doesn't go, I don't see any reason to buy it. No. So... I have no desire to buy that Team America one. I don't mm-hmm. want to put it on my body. Mm-mm. Or hang it in my closet. It might affect the others. <laughs> what if they all start turning ugly? <laughs> I'm pretty sure that's not how jerseys work. I'm if, pretty sure it is. And if that is how jerseys work, then we might want to put off our Sam Gagne plan. Uh, I wouldn't hang that one up, though. <laughs> I would I would use it as a blanket. <laughs> you just stitch it to your other Sam Gagne plan. <laughs> <laughs> I should. I should. Yeah. I will wear it as a pajama shirt. <laughs> that would be the most uncomfortable fucking shirt. <laughs> what would I do with this? I don't know. I'd probably like pin it to the ceiling above my bed. No, that would be weird. <laughs> Weirder. What would you do with the jersey that isn't hanging in your closet? <laughs> you know what? I'd probably like put it in a glass display case and hang it above my fireplace <laughs> in lieu of getting a TV. There you go. Just sit in front of my fireplace on cold winter nights when I should be watching hockey, watching my Sam Gagne lightning jersey instead. <laughs> That's what I'm gonna do. That's it! Done! Let's go get Indian food. <laughs> That's our podcast. I'm Carolyn. You can find me on Twitter at Classlicity. I'm Marin. You can find me on Twitter at Marinish. And you can find our official Twitter at Depart Hockey. And if you have a longer question or comment, you can email us at DeepHeartHockey at gmail.com. You can also find our official Tumblr at DeepHeartHockey.tumblr.com and our blog at DeepHeartHockey.wordpress.com. And if you look over here to our left... You will see my indoor heated pool. <laughs> I never actually gave him a tour of my condo. Yeah, we promised a condo tour, but now we're beating up the edge of our one hour challenge. So here you go, Jen. One hour. We did it. Woo! Bye. Bye.